You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. Sports talk with a side of movie quotes. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. It's about time to get out our quarterback wheel of destiny, which we will spin to place to see where the fates decide to place the quarterbacks in the draft. The four we talked about, Bryce Young, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, and C.J. Stroud. The thing I like about this rookie class is there's something for everyone, right? That's why this is a wildly interesting quarterback draft. Like the quarterback you want your team to draft out of the players available as prospects says as much about you as it does about them. If you want proven, high floor, maybe boring, C.J. Stroud. If you want the billion-dollar lottery ticket that could revolutionize the sport but will maybe just as likely stink completely, Anthony Richardson. If you want to talk yourself into (laughs) being the next Justin Herbert, Will Levis. If If you're the jealous type and you're like, I just want what they have, Will Levis. If you want who I think is the best quarterback, Bryce Young. But you're going to have to be willing to hold your breath every time that guy gets tackled. See if he stands up. You're going to have to be willing to go... Okay, he's up. All right. He's high-fiving people. All right, we're good. Always getting in the face of the defensive lineman. Don't do that. Don't do that. One swipe and you could be hurt. Offensive line, jump in there. Uh, Like, that's what it is. Like, there's something for everyone. Do you want the the blue blood program? There's some of those. Do you want the non-blue blood program? There's some of those. Do you want a mobile quarterback? Some of those. Do you want a non-mobile quarterback? Some of those. There's something for everyone in this rookie class. So it's time to go to the wheel. Now, now I'm the wheel spinner. Robbie, you tell me which, uh, which quarterback we're doing first. We're going Bryce Young first. Bryce Young first. Here we go. Uh, and again, I like putting the microphone to it. I don't know if everyone can hear this, but I like the sound of it. So I'm, I'm throwing the microphone up there. Sounds great. Indianapolis for Bryce Young. That's actually that's that's not bad, right? That one makes a lot of bit a lot of bit of sense is what I was going to say. A lot of bit of sense. That's actually who I chose for them. Uh Bryce Young, so in a trade, Indy goes up to number 1 and gets Bryce Young. I think I don't think he's sitting there at 4. Um so so that one makes sense. Bryce Young, Indy. I don't like normally I have to to pretzel my mind to work these into the the correct uh, the correct spot, so I don't have to do any pretzeling there. That one just makes sense. Tim, sometimes the wheel just knows. It's the first one that actually makes sense. On Aaron Rodgers' day, the wheel put Aaron Rodgers at Atlanta. We have all of the we have all the teams that need quarterbacks on this wheel. We also have dealer's choice, which means I get to put them anywhere I want, and we have odd man out, which means uh, they don't get to be a starter. Um, for like, if it's Aaron Rodgers, that means retirement. If it's one of the rookies, it means they they never become something. Uh, or they tumble in the draft, right? They go full like Malik Willis. Um, so they put Aaron Rodgers with Atlanta. I don't think that's going to happen. But hey, the fates have decided. Uh, Houston has Derek Carr. Again, I don't think that's going to happen. But the fates have decided. But Bryce Young to Indy, I think that one has a good chance. So maybe we're turning over a new leaf here. The the wheel's getting more more uh, realistic. 
Uh, who are we doing next? Let's go Anthony Richardson next. Anthony Richardson. Here we go. That was a bad spin. But Washington, that's where I put him. We're, we're two for two here. That's where I put him. Richardson goes to Washington. This is also like a... If all these happen and they, they're correct, I'm taking this wheel and picking like lottery numbers. Uh, that one, the reason why I think that one makes sense is A, you could still start Sam Howell and see if you have anything there. It's almost like two swings at the at the uh, the apple. Uh, two bites at the apple would be the way to say that appropriately. Um, but also, that ceiling is very, very, very high. And Washington feels like they're ready to... to take a big swing right there everybody's there it's like their last leg let's let's go big or go home uh what are we doing now cj stroud cj stroud i'm gonna do a better that wasn't the best spin for for the last one didn't didn't go around enough so i'm gonna do a better one here cj stroud we'll go to carolina that makes a lot of sense i like it we are doing fantastic here stroud to carolina uh that's actually being mocked in a lot of different uh different mock drafts uh, whether Carolina has to go up a couple picks or not, they could. I believe they have nine. Are they sitting at nine? They, they're, yes. They have the ninth pick. They might be able to sit there and get a tumbling C.J. Stroud right into their breadbasket. So uh, we're doing good here. Now, Will Levis. What do we have left? Tennessee, the Jets, Vegas. Not many left. New Orleans. There's a couple options here. Green Bay. Your mm-hmm. choice. Dealer's choice. Odd man out. Will Levis. Next up. Here we go. Tennessee. That not, makes a lot of sense too. Not bad at all. Levis to Tennessee. Uh, this the 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 wheel just became very very logical. I feel like the first two days the wheel was feeling itself a little bit. Was getting kind of crazy, right? Like uh uh you know the, the it's you start off like pulling up for three from half court and then you recognize like oh we have a size advantage. Let's just pump it into the post. Get a couple easy buckets. Let's get to the line. Get their opposing big in, in foul trouble. That was a, an excellent halftime adjustment by the wheel. It sent sent Bryce to Indy. Bryce Young to Indy makes a ton of sense. Bryce the Indy trades up. Their owner Jim Ursay has already hat tip to to Bryce Young said like oh i like that guy down there in atlanta or uh, alabama I, I whatever i'm paraphrasing but you know that's a great choice uh richardson to washington washington doesn't have a high pick if they want a quarterback they're gonna have to to kind of go with that that high upside but might tumble because of the low floor and and by the way the enemy working with richardson that's that's exciting there right do some of the mahomes stuff not saying do it as well as Mahomes. Nobody can. But do some of the Mahomes stuff with Anthony Richardson. Watch the heck out. Uh, Stroud to Carolina. Frank Reich seems like he's looking for a quarterback. He's been looking for a quarterback for the last decade and a half, or at least half decade. Uh, but throw him with DJ Moore? I don't I don't hate that move at all. Josh McCown teaching him up. And then Levis to Tennessee. That feels like it makes a lot of sense. Early in his career, while he's figuring everything out, let him just turn and hand it to Derrick Henry 40 times a game. Only exaggerating a little bit there. And then develop with Traylon Burks, their young wide receiver. They dropped uh, Robert Woods or cut Robert Woods today. They cut Taylor Lewan today, and they cut Bullock, their kicker? Yes. 
So, th- so they, they're kind of moving on from the old regime. Vrabel's looking towards the future, towards new. That can be the, the direction of Will Levis. That is, that is a lot of, of sense-making by the Wheel of Destiny here. Maybe we should change the name. We, we built this whole wheel, and we called it the Quarterback Wheel of Destiny to help let the fates decide where these quarterbacks should go. I think we might, we might have to change it to the Wheel of Logic. Like that's not even like that's not even that crazy. Does that ever happen? To, like, part of the fun of this was that it was going to be wild and out there, and it was going to be like, oh, who would have thought of that? Like, it's a goofy thing. You ever have the situation where you say like, uh, who do you think led the league in rebounds last year? Who do you think? And you're thinking the person's never going to get it right, and then they're like, I don't know, uh, Andre Drummond, and it's like, yeah, oh, you know, you just kind of just kind of ruin the whole setup right it's like how much how much money how much money do you think uh deshaun watson's going to count against the cap next year how much i don't know like 54 million jerk right how why would you guess 54 million no one in nfl history has ever been over 39 million and you just randomly pick 54 i feel like that just happened with the wheel it's like we're going to spin this wheel the craziest stuff can happen right it's all picked by complete random chance then we spin it and it's like everything that mock drafters are saying is going to happen. So we'll see. Again, the the quarterback wheel of destiny has spoken. Indy, Bryce Young, Washington, Anthony Richardson, Stroud goes to Carolina, Will Levis goes to Tennessee. Uh, today was rookie day on quarterback week. I do have a question for you, Tim. Out of the four that, that we picked with this, the locations that the wheel selected, who has the the most success, the the highest ceiling for these four quarterbacks at these four locations? If they go to these spots? Correct. Over a career? Yep. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Now I'm going to go Stroud. I don't necessarily love, like, as far, like, I think they're all good for the teams. I think that they all make sense for the teams. I'm, I'm not sure... I love them for the players as much. So I'm going floor with Stroud. I think that coaching staff in Carolina will really help him develop early. And then whether that coaching staff is there for the later part of his career, who knows, but he'll be established by then. So Stroud in Carolina, I think, makes a lot of sense. I personally think Bryce is the, the best prospect as of right now. I reserve the right to change that opinion. Uh, but but with the with the teams, I'm going Stroud. So there you go. That's the quarterback wheel of destiny for today. Tomorrow, Jimmy G day. I'm I'm curious to see if it – like. We did Aaron Rodgers. A lot of people were like, we want him. We want him. Somewhere we don't want him. Like different fan bases. For Derek Carr, everybody was, we want him. We want him. For these rookies, there's a lot of, we want him. We want him. For Jimmy G, I'm wondering if it's going to be a lot of, eh, you know what? You can stay away. I just want to see. Tomorrow is Jimmy G day. We'll break down his possible landing spots uh, all day tomorrow. Part of quarterback week here on the Tim Donnelly Show. So Jimmy G tomorrow. Call and text line open, by the way, 757-687-9494 if you want to get a jump on the Jimmy G conversation. Uh, When we come back, Raiders, they do not have an immediate answer at the quarterback position. And also, prior to that, Deron Payne to be tagged, franchise tagged, Washington. In our mythical world, you just got Anthony Richardson, but the ticking clock started a while ago on the defense. Deron Payne franchise tagged, coming up next. We're talking Washington Commanders football right now on the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Defense can get them their first points. 
Hurts backed up to his own half-yard line. And indeed, it is Deron Payne for the safety, knocking down Boston Scott. Bill Collector is coming for that Washington defense. Washington's asking for an extension. Come on, give me another week. I'll have your money for you. Just give me another week. I just got to move some money around. I got to talk to some people. So-and-so owes me money. Deron Payne likely to be tagged. That's what the reports are saying, meaning franchise tag. Now, does that mean transition tagged, exclusive tag, non-exclusive tag? We don't know, but we know he's expected to be tagged, which means he's going to get paid a pretty penny for a year, and they're going to address it again next offseason if they can't come to a long-term extension. Which a, a texter, Tyler, I believe, points out, well, that's a good sign because it means – I've seen this a few times, but I'm giving credit to, to Tyler – uh, tagging pain had to happen, the text says. Signing bonus is due immediately, and any guarantees have to be put in escrow. I'd be much more worried if Snyder was willing to pay him a big deal because then I think he would likely not be selling. Basically saying Snyder doesn't want to have to put all that money in escrow and have all of these uh, commitments, right? Debits? Debits on the books uh, for the new owner to take over. So... It's easy, an easier sell if you have less debt on the company, right? It's kind of kind of what what it's getting at. Uh, sure, I don't ca- I don't really care about the motivation for tagging him. I care about the situation that there is a ticking clock winding down for the Commanders, and it's been happening for a few years now. And whether it's strike zero this off season or next off season, it's going to hit. Starting in twenty seventeen. They used first-round picks in four consecutive drafts on Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, and Chase Young. If they don't pick up, so he, just just so we like we paint the whole picture, right? John Allen was extended. He's he's good. Okay, took care of him. Way to go. Probably because he was the first to to need to be extended. Deron Payne likely to be tagged, which means they're kicking the long-term decision to next offseason. Montez Sweat is going into his fifth-year option year, which means he'll have a long-term contract decision next offseason. Chase Young, they're talking about not picking up the fifth-year option, which means they'll have a long-term contract decision on him next offseason. All three would be looking for contract extensions at the same time, and they all play in the same position group. I don't care who the next owner is. In a salary cap sport, you cannot give a big-time extension to two edge rushers and an interior defensive lineman in the same offseason. So that defense that everyone keeps telling me is so great will be less great at least next offseason. They can keep it together for one more year. But that clock is ticking, right? It's that clock in the corner of like 24 or whatever show that is, like tick, tick just going down and eventually it's going to hit it's going to come due the bill collector is going to track you down and you're not going to be able to say just wait another year even if you decide like all right we're going to tag him now tag deron Payne now which is what all the reports are saying is going to happen then we'll give him a long-term long-term extension next offseason you still have sweat and chase young coming with their hands out so you tag one of them you extend the other so what's going on? That's way too much money for one position group. 
So I so I was hearing like Derek Carr should choose Washington. Why? Because the defense is great and it's going to give him a chance to win. You don't think Derek Carr's agent can look around and go, the defense is great for a year and great, eh, it is very good for a year and then it's going to tumble. You don't think Derek Carr's agent and Derek Carr can figure that out and go, well, I'm not going anywhere for one year. I'm going somewhere for the next four. I'm going somewhere for the next four years or or let me sign a one-year deal, right? Let me sign a one-year deal so I'll be here when the, the defense is good. And then as soon as you, you say, all right, we got to pick one of these three, the rest of you got to leave, I'll leave with them. It's, it is a borderline horrendous move to use that many first-round picks consecutively in the same position group. And I know, you can, oh, but four of them play. I hear you, but four of them you can't pay. Like, yeah, there are a lot of offenses use three wide receivers on most plays. You never see someone use three consecutive first round picks on wide receivers. You can't pay them. You need to do it like every other year. So you're paying one while the other two are still on rookie contracts. Then you can afford the one. Need to space out those signing bonuses a little bit, make those cap hits not crush you. Deron Payne getting tagged is the only move for a bunch of reasons. But it's also a move that guarantees next offseason is going to be a bloodbath. You're going to lose really good players next offseason from Washington. And just like just imagine if Chase Young plays a full season healthy and has like 12 sacks. You're going to have Deron Payne, who we already know is good. Montez Sweat, who we already know is good. Chase Young, who you think might be unbelievably super special. John Allen already on a deal, and you're going to have to look at those three that are available and say, ah, we're going to pick one. The other two, we're going to have to let you go. Brutal. Brutal. Call Antex line 757-687-9494. Speaking of letting someone go and getting nothing in return, the Raiders don't have an immediate answer at quarterback and just let Derek Carr leave got nothing in return and that immediate answer part saying they don't have an immediate answer that's not me inferring that is them admitting their gm said those words stick around we're talking about nfl free agency right now on the tim donnelly show on priority auto sports radio 94.1 the raiders general manager said they don't have an immediate answer at quarterback if you would have told me that's a satirical The Onion article headline, I'd have believed you. It's a Tim Donnelly show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. I guess the plan, and it's not an Onion article, it's not satirical, that's real. So I guess the plan is to wait until the third year of the new regime to have an answer at quarterback. Most, most new coaches and GMs don't get three years. They're like, we're going to start trying it three years. There's, you should not fire your quarterback unless you have a better quarterback to replace him. It's kind of the simplest way to put this, right? You moved on from Derek Carr. The only reason you move on from Derek Carr is if you have a better option than Derek Carr that you're moving to. I don't care how much you don't like Derek Carr. If you don't like the other options more, you stay with Derek Carr. 
not having a plan actually makes the handling of the Derek Carr situation worse. And I thought it was bad when they did have a plan or when I assumed they had a plan. If you don't have a plan, if you don't have an immediate answer at quarterback, it would have been really easy to fake that Derek Carr was your plan. So what do you do? You keep him. You don't bench him for the last two games. You keep him in the starting lineup. And then this offseason, you act like you're doing someone a favor by trading him to them. Uh, I don't know. He's our plan for the next few years. But if you really like him, make us an offer. If you don't have a plan, you could have spun Derek Carr into a plan. We don't have an immediate answer. Well, you could have traded him for an immediate answer. I go back to a phrase that I live by in the NFL. If you can't handle the quarterback position, you can't handle running an NFL roster. And worse than having a bad plan is having no plan. Because that tells me you don't understand the importance of the position in the NFL. Right? Like, you know, middle linebacker? Oh, we'll figure that out. Fine. Running back? Yeah, you'll figure it out. Fine. Slot receiver? Right? Fourth wide receiver? Yeah, you know, we have a few things we're interested in, but we're going to have to figure that out later. Fine. You have four of the five offensive linemen and, you know, you got a plan for those. And the last one, you're like, we're going to see how the draft breaks down, see what we like, what we don't like. Maybe we'll have to do something drastic before the season. Hope not. Fine. We're just seeing how it goes at quarterback is not fine. If your plan was Tom Brady, like Darren Waller said, it was locked and loaded in 2020 that Tom Brady was going to go to the Raiders. Uh, and then Gruden pulled the, the the plug on it. So maybe they were banking on him being willing to play for the Raiders this, this year. If that was your plan, at least it's a plan. It's a bad plan, but at least it's a plan. But as soon as that plan falls through, you get together and make a new plan. Like, like immediately. All hands on deck. If you can't handle the quarterback position, you can't handle running an NFL roster. And as soon as you recognize we don't have an immediate answer at quarterback, which you've recognized because you told the media, Dave Ziegler, whatever the guy's name is, you told the media, GM of the Raiders, that you don't have an immediate answer at quarterback. So you rec- you've acknowledged the problem. The first thing you do once you have that realization, oh my goodness, we don't have an immediate answer at quarterback. You get everyone whose opinion you trust and you, you send out the bat signal, right? You, you go to that spaceship-looking stadium you have, fire the beam into the air, and get everybody to, to, to assemble, and you say, stop worrying about whatever you're worrying about. Are you, defensive line, you're worried about edge rushing? No. Defensive line coach, you're now worried about what are we doing at quarterback? I don't, you're a defensive line coach. Tell me which quarterbacks you've had a hard time stopping in the past. You get all hands on deck and you make a plan at quarterback. And you do not let anything else distract you until then. It's too darn important. This is like, uh, and I don't know enough about this world, but I did watch the uh, the Drive to Survive, the F1 show on Netflix. It's like saying, we're working on the spoiler. No, we don't have an engine, right? We don't have an engine. Who cares what the spoiler looks like? 
We're really fast at replacing the tires. Fantastic. We don't have an engine, right? It does not matter what else is going on in these conversations until we have an engine and a driver. The fact that you would readily answer publicly that you don't have an immediate answer at quarterback just tells like everybody, yeah, we're kind of uh, disorganized. We're kind of uh, crazy. Right? So you're, you're planning a wedding. Oh, yeah, what date? Don't have one. What's the venue? Nope. But I do know we're going to have sparklers as we're walking out. Great. I'm glad you started with the important stuff. Goodness gracious, Raiders. You don't have an immediate answer at quarterback. All right, go find an immediate answer at quarterback and report back. How about that? Captain, double check. If they get Aaron Rodgers, that'll bail them out. That's all that'll do. If, if they get Aaron Rodgers, they should go to Devontae Adams' house, which I'm sure is of considerable size, and offer to build him a, a, another wing on the house because he would be the only reason Aaron Rodgers would go there. You send him a big old thank you note. Goodness. And, and probably in the form of like 130 catches. Like that, that would be the thank you note. But goodness gracious, not having an immediate answer at quarterback is, is borderline. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even say borderline. It, it's a near fireable offense. If I'm an owner and I go to my GM and go, all right, what's the plan at the most important position on the field? And he goes, well, I'm going to be honest with you. We don't have an immediate answer. I'm going to go, okay, do you have a long-term plan here? Because why would we be long-term planning at the most important position? I brought you here to help us win. And you're saying, yeah, the part that impacts winning the most, we're going to figure out another day. You're going to figure it out another day. All right, I need to, to boost my spirits. When we come back, we're going to give away some Beach It Country Music Festival tickets. June 23rd to 25th at the Virginia Beach Oceanfront. Big old country music festival. Miranda Lambert, Thomas Rhett, Luke Bryan, and more. Those tickets are going to be given away when we come back. Also, when we come back, does that do anything for you? So get your texts in now. 757-687-9494. We give away the tickets. We get to your texts. It's all coming up next. All day, you've been texting the Tim Donnelly Show at 757-687-9494. Now it's time to read those texts and ask, does that do anything for you? On Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Before we get to does that do anything for you, I promised you tickets. Beach It Country Music Festival bringing country music back to the Virginia Beach Oceanfront. June 23rd to 25th at, just heard it, the Virginia Beach Oceanfront. It's a three-day music festival with 30 of country music's best artists, including Miranda Lambert, Thomas Rhett, Luke Bryan, and a whole bunch more. Uh, the winner, the, the winning caller coming up here, gets two three-day passes. You can see everything. You can be at every show. If you don't win, keep this in mind. Beachitfestival.com. Beachitfestival.com. That's where tickets are on sale. Caller number four, though, doesn't have to buy them because they want them. Caller number four at 757-687-9494. That's 757-687-9494. Caller number four wins the tickets. Now, Robbie, take it away. Tim, does that do anything for you? Brought to you by Newport News Shipbuilding, a division of HII. And from the 757, what do you think about Seattle drafting a quarterback? I know they've got Geno, but 
You think that uh, any of these, uh, the four that we talked about today, could uh, find a good fit in Seattle? First of all, shout out to Gino that this is even a question. That guy had to come a long way just to have it be, I know they have Gino. Right? If you would ask this question last offseason, it would have been, they don't have a quarterback, <laughs> even though they have Gino. So he, he's, you know, rehabbed that image a bunch. Um, I think it would be an interesting, interesting landing spot for levis or richardson some of the guys that might be seen as maybe not ready to step into a starting role right away uh, because then gino on maybe a, a franchise tag can continue playing and if he lights it up you can always trade the other guys uh or you could trade gino i mean there's 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 options there um but yeah seattle i don't even think seattle's sneaky i think they you know the sneaky parts leading up to the draft, like they don't have to participate in. Seattle doesn't have to go to like Will Levis's pro day and pretend like they're there to watch Kentucky's tight end or something. They can just stand and watch. They can watch Levis, and uh, and no one's gonna be like, "What are you doing?" It's gonna be like, "No, you, we understand. You know, Gino's in his thirties, and he's and he's not the guy for the next ten years. So if you find the guy for the next ten years, you're gonna make that move." From David in the seven five seven, what do you think about Anthony Richardson in in Minnesota? Under Kevin O'Connell sitting behind Kirk Cousins. I think they're more win now, right? Anthony Richardson's going to take a high draft pick. By all indications, he could go as high as nine overall. So I think Minnesota, with their early picks, are going to have more pressing needs than a quarterback that might turn into something down the road. Uh, if if they moved on from Cousins, then they'd be in the, the mix for a quarterback, but I don't see them doing that. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't see them in the mix, but, you know, crazier things have happened. Tim for the 757, the painting's on the wall. Stroud to Indy, and next year the Colts are going to draft Harrison Jr. He's riding that dream instead of going with our, what he's calling the wheel of death. I, <laughs> that's, wheel of death caught me as, that's funny. Um, I like, if you want a quarterback to perform early, it's not a bad idea to get him someone he's comfortable with, okay? Uh, Tuatongo Vailoa, Jalen Waddle. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith. Uh, obviously, the, the the best example of this is Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Um, Trevor Lawrence even had, had ETN in the backfield with him. So you can get college teammates together. I don't mind that. Uh, but why wait? Why not get C.J. Stroud somewhere and then go get Jackson Smith and Jigba later in the first round? Trade back up. Right? Mar- uh, he didn't really... I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. this year, but before that... Or ha- heck... Uh, New Orleans, go get him. You already have Chris Olave, your friends, they're their buddies. He like because he went to Ohio State, and Ohio State has so like go, the Jets, go get him. They have Garrett Wilson. There are so many great wide receivers from Ohio State recently, uh, and so many more expected to come in the next few years. No matter where CJ Stroud goes, he's going to have somebody that he's familiar with. From Tyler in the seven five seven, talking about the Commanders, I agree with your premise. Taking four D linemen. In consecutive years is poor team building. They're going to choose two of the three. If Young stinks, it'll be the other two. If he's good, then Payne is going to be the odd man out. And that's one logical way. So Sweat is a guarantee. Uh, I'm not sure Sweat's the guarantee. Like if Sweat has a rough year, uh, it could be you could have Young. I think you actually have to choose two of the four, and you've already chosen John Allen. So if if Young plays dynamic football this year, it's Young and Allen. Uh, and you got to let two, two. You might be able to franchise te- no, because that's a lot of money too. It's, I mean, you just have too, too many solid defensive linemen. And Chase Young, you might say, isn't solid yet. You'd hope if he has a full healthy season, he's solid. So it's tough. 
From Donovan, the 757, I think uh, the, the Raiders regiment is trying to get themselves fired. We got rid of a quarterback that has a connection with Devontae Adams with no replacement in the AFC West. I don't think they're trying to get themselves fired. I don't see the logic there. They might be doing it unintentionally, but I don't think they're trying to. What a weird move. It's like, uh, what's best for your career? Getting fired. I'm just going to wa- watch what I do here. How quickly could you get fired if you were trying to? Take me two seconds. I just... Never mind. I'm not going to be mean. Uh, Let's go ahead and name a top shot quickly here. Uh, The top shot is the wheel today. The quarterback wheel of destiny made so much sense on all four choices we asked it to make today. It put all four rookies in good spots, so that gets to be the top shot. If you want to be a top shot, check out Freedom Shooting Center, the premier shooting range and gun store in Hampton Roads. Tomorrow is Jimmy G Day. Where will Jimmy G end up? Who wants him? Who should want him? Where should he want to go? All of those questions. If you want to get a jump on the conversation, text it in, 757 687 9494 it's the dream launch text line the 757 at six is coming up next we're going to start with a conversation with our conversation we had earlier with ted alexander the voice of the monarchs uh thank you to robbie for keeping us up and running and most importantly thank you to larry king law if you're ever injured in an accident give him a call 757 i n j u r e d that number once again 757 i n j u r e d again as i mentioned the 757 at six is going to start with Ted Alexander, the voice of the Monarchs. So stick around for that. It's coming up in just a few minutes.